Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, we're talking about gross stuff that people have done. Of course, Kato, we sent him to the pharmacy today, and he was itching all over himself, so he had cooties. Bill was, <laughs> people were ignoring him like the plague. Uh, uh, ignoring, they were avoiding, avoiding him. him yeah. Okay, uh, avoid him like the plague, and, and trying to ignore him. But some gross stuff we were talking about. Have you ever picked your nose? Have you ever smelled an article of clothing to see if you could get away with wearing it? 86% of people said yes, all kinds of gross, disgusting things. We're getting calls this morning, B93.7. I think, oh, I think she's on line (laughs) one. Is it line one? Okay. B93.7, hello. I caught my husband using the hairdryer to dust the bathroom and (laughs) other things. Oh, <laughs> he was dusting the bathroom with a hairdryer and That's other things. Well, the bathroom's pretty smart. Okay. Yeah, it is. <laughs> no, well, I will use a hairdryer to dry other things. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, but I don't use a towel. I'll, I'll dry differently it. than you guys, you guys now. We're disgusting. Thank you for your call this morning. We love you. No problem. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, as the person who does nerd news on the program and the person with the most scientific degree here, I feel like it's my job to keep you guys up to date on the newest technology. Well, and you've done that for years for me. You would always tell me the right TV to buy, uh, other things. Right. Yeah. Uh, so here, Tori. I was just going to say, for reference, I do have a bachelor's of science degree, so <laughs> air flip. In, in what? We're basic communications. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, with my engineering physics degree and mathematics minor, Same I thing. think I outrank you. And you read the most science fiction novels and books, too, here on the show. <laughs> and I'm modest. <laughs> so um, anyway, I, well, I feel like it's my job to teach you guys about about chat GPT and tell you why you care about it because I'm going to help people out today and explain them how chat GPT can actually help ladies in their dating life. Now you might not have thought that was possible, but I will tell you how, but I'm going to give you a few tips on things you can do with chat GPT. First of all, you can ask chat GPT for book recommendations and it's startlingly, startlingly good. For example, if you tell it, I like these few novels, give it four or five to work from, it will make suggestions for you that are really on point. But, you know, girls that read books and watch those movies like, you know, The Notebook and mm-hmm. some of those, you feel, 
intimidated because they're like, I, I will never be able to match up to that kind of romance. <laughs> yeah, this ain't going to be no happy ending. Yeah. I have bad news for you. Yeah. Almost all women do that at some point. What do you mean? They, they read that kind of but, stuff, and, even if it's in Cosmo and it's a short version. But they, And then they look at you sitting on the couch with your hands, mm-hmm. you know, in the Cheetos and your underwear, your tidy whities watching a football game <laughs> or playing video games going, I ain't got what that guy or that girl had. We're all just waiting for our Noah. That's all it is. Well, maybe you'll get the one with the ark. If he has a boat, it's that's about that all you're going to get. I'll be honest. I would like to have him if it starts to rain a lot. Well, I'm thinking more like a, if you're lucky, you'll get a pontoon boat Yeah, for the weekends. Mm-hmm. If fun. you're not lucky, you get a bass boat and he's gone all the time. <laughs> or a kayak. Yeah. Okay. Another thing you can do is use chat GPT to plan your next holiday. If you're going somewhere, you can say, I've got a budget of this much money. I want to go to this place. What should I do when I'm there? And it does a remarkably good job of giving you suggestions. Okay, yeah. All right. They also say that you can use ChatGPT to write or punch up your resume. So let's say you're in a dead-end job, you're wanting to get something better, and you want to make your resume stand out, ChatGPT can do that. I could have used this with cover letters. Okay. Resume never really stumped me. Cover letters, I had nothing. But okay. the only thing, I guess, the question is, can it lie for you too on your resume? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it will believe anything you tell it. They say, though, don't put the months down on your resume. Put like the years you worked at a specific place. Well, ChatGPT knows all that. Yeah, I know, but so I'm you like, don't have to worry about okay, it. Okay, so you just want to put the years, not the months, down because well, they can might figure be, that out. Why'd you work there for two months? <laughs> right, here's one I think even you might like, Cato, because I sense resistance in you. No, I'm thinking about this resume thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> be honest with you. Okay, you can use ChatGPT to summarize long YouTube videos. So instead of you watching it, and all I could think about as I read this is, I wonder if it could do our homework assignments from corporate. But it can watch the video for you. And the way it does that is you turn on the captioning. And so it reads everything that's in the video. And then it will summarize what that video said in a very short paragraph. So I've got to read now other than just watching a video. <laughs> well, instead of a 10-minute video, video you read them. a paragraph. I won't watch 10 minutes. I'll but you don't it. have to now. Now you can have it summarized. I don't even care if you I'll if be honest. 10 minutes, that it's not worth me. Yeah. Okay. The videos I watch about cats and stuff like that don't need much summarizing. Well, those are the I watch 30 minutes of animal videos, but when corporate sends those tutorials, I just run it in the background, and then I guess when the test pops up. Okay, well, if you didn't want to have to guess, it would summarize for you. The boss is downstairs. Yeah. (laughs) Good, stop sending those things. (laughs) All right, you can also use ChatGPT to discover music. Okay. And then here's the one where you can use it to actually... Ladies, you can use this for dating. Oh, yeah. You can ask ChatGPT to do something that's been on Reddit for a while, and that's explain it to me like I'm five. Oh, yeah. So like you that. ask it to explain a topic to you like you're five years old, very simply. And for ladies, let's say you're dating a guy who's really into motorcycle racing. Oh, oh yes, with the wheels. Love you that. You can ask ChatGPT to explain that to you like you're five, and it will give you a very short, easy-to-understand synopsis. And the next time you're having dinner with that guy, you'll be able to sound like you know a little bit about it. Uh-huh. Engine, oil, vroom, vroom. I got it. Yeah. I don't even need it. Okay. I think a lot of these are helpful, I, I would feel like, on the dating scene. There's one thing they need to well, work well, on. That was the last one was the dating scene thing. Okay. but The uh, others were just other things it can do. For on the dating scene, though, specifically, if you can get Jet 
chat GPT or whatever it is, if we could just say, hey, where do we want to eat tonight and, and agree on something for both parties, that would be so helpful. You can do that with chat GPT. It will give you suggestions. Okay, but I want it to narrow it down to that one. <laughs> you may have to do that part manually, but at least you'll have a lot of answers when she keeps saying, no, not that one. Okay, all right. And then you just go, can you just talk into my cell phone? <laughs> you can work it out with chat GPT. Yeah. Wow. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, I don't know if you could label Tori, Tom, as your work spouse. No, we've talked about this before. She's more like my work sister. Well, if you look at it, you know, uh, you think about it, is work wife or work husband, is that appropriate? They did the breakdown, and I do have the information about that. I would think that a lot of wives wouldn't really prefer you to say that too okay i don't think my wife would like me to have a work wife well i look at and i hear you and tori talk a lot and like your relationship oh here God. on the show or even while the songs are playing is so dysfunctional it's like you guys argue it's almost your relationship's so contrary to each other that is why we are work siblings you know what? <laughs> I, I, I don't even know why you guys Excuse me. she's looking at me okay he's touching me i don't uh, even know why you guys talk she's to on each my other. side right now stop breathing because my air because most of the time it's an argument i'm like it's not even <laughs> enjoyable to listen to you guys talk i can answer that okay i am an optimist <laughs> every time i talk to tori i think maybe yeah. this will be a normal conversation and she won't argue the sky's not blue that's true and i'm the pessimist <laughs> mm. I can come in, I'll be like, hey, the sky's very color blue today. She'll be like, it's not actually blue. It's more of a gray blue. Yes. And then she'll give me a look, put her headphones on, and Tom will go, well, I guess you don't want to talk to me anymore. I'm like, well, let me put my headphones on, too. I don't want to be the next to go to. You know what, though? Uh, is it appropriate to have a work spouse? Uh, it depends on if you're married or not. Okay, 21% of adults say they think it's okay to have a work spouse. 45% say it's inappropriate. Yeah. My yeah. husband kind of had one when we lived in Charleston, mm -hmm. but she was about 30 years older and she would bake cookies for the both of us. Okay, so I was like, we are sharing this work wife. That's a work grandma right mama. there. <laughs> yeah, a work mama for you. That's totally different. It is. I think those are allowed. But uh, like uh, the younger you are, you're not as okay with it. The older you are, you're okay with having a work spouse. Now, mm -hmm. you, you might, it might make sense if you think about it. If you're a young married couple, you're probably not cool with your partner having a close friend who's opposite sex at work. But if you've been married for, you know, 30 years. You want to have someone to take that load off. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody you need to talk to. i get you out of that situation. It's not as threatening, they say, with the older generation. Right. Yeah. So the younger you are, you're not okay with a work spouse. The older you are, you're okay with it. And I think you also lose some of that insecurity over time. What do you mean? Well, when you're first married, you're still a little nervous about everything, mm -hmm. you know. As you get older, you're like, all right, they're not going anywhere. I don't mm -hmm. need to worry about this as much. Yeah. I would agree, though, with you and Tori. It's definitely brother and sister getting on each other's nerves for a reason. Sometimes you can just tell that they are pushing buttons. Just to get a rise yeah. out of the other person. Well, what? clearly, Tori just was a minute ago. Okay. What? You literally were. <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on, about? you have to know you were doing that. I don't even know what you're talking about. When you were like going, well, I'm glad that doesn't bother you. Why are you still talking about that? It must bother you. <laughs> it must bother you then if you're still talking. Now you're arguing, aren't you? No, I'm not arguing. That. Yes, look, see, that's an argument. Because you tell me I argue all the time, and I really don't. You'll talk to me about something, and I'll say, 
sure, that's wild. That's crazy. And you keep going. And I'm like, he wants a real response. So then I'll be like, I don't know. Maybe they don't mean it that way. And then I hear, oh, my gosh, you argue over everything. <laughs> like, what? What's so funny is if Tom wants her attention, he's in charge of the uh, – the controls over here. So he will turn down her headphones if she's not paying attention to him. I know. And I then I look always up and do that. Yeah. Like he's not paying attention to you now. He's drawing. I know. I'm going to do I the same thing you do. Give me that controller. You. It's what? distracting. And then, you know, and that, that is not courteous to someone to not have eye contact while you're having a conversation. That's like someone looking at their phone you sound while they're just having like a conversation. You sound like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're my work wife. Work wife, and by the way, if you don't mind, can you pick up a gallon of milk on your way to work tomorrow? And I need your credit card. We got to buy the kids some clothes. You make that school. much of a work wife. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. I just learned about something that is so weird. I have to share it with you guys. It's called chromosome six deletion. Oh, okay. Is that a new medication? No. <laughs> it's a chromosome abnormality that occurs when there's a missing copy of the genetic material that is supposed to be on the short arm of chromosome 6. Now, here's what it causes. Do you realize that you have turned into a science teacher here on the Hawk and Tom show? Not exactly. <laughs> Will you hear this? Yeah, very boring. This would make a great movie. Okay. Maybe one of those M. Night Shyamalama ding-dong movies. All right. This is the only known case of chromosome 6 deletion. This is a seven-year-old girl named Olivia Farnsworth, and in 2016, she was hit by a car and dragged 90 feet, Oh, but felt nothing and emerged with minor injuries. It's known as the superhero um, gene, and what happens here is the person does not feel pain, hunger, or the need to sleep, and has no sense of fear. They are rarely harmed in any injurious situation. I'm interested. It sounds like a diet program. So I think it's already been done. Wasn't that the movie Unbreakable with M. Kind of, yeah. Ding Dong? Exactly, except it's real. Okay. There really is something called chromosome 6 deletion that causes people to be almost superheroes. You mean that movie wasn't? Hmm. (laughs) apparently it was I've never heard of that before and I would have thought it was fake if I didn't find two or three different resources on the internet that claim this is a real thing well from all kinds of studies I understand like back in the Bible they had leprosy Okay, and, and so the well, people, they still have leprosy you know, now. Okay, but the, but but those people cannot feel anything and they cannot hurt themselves, so they could put their hand like on a stove or something. They didn't so, have stoves back. Okay, then. but they cannot feel pain, and it's not good for you because you can go around hurting yourself. You can be bleeding, not even know well, it. That stuff is, like that. That's so, the difference, though. This one, they don't get hurt. Okay. So that's a, I don't know if they get hurt in a stove, but this girl was hit by a car right. and escaped with any no injuries. Well, she has to have like like a bone broken or something like that. Here's the theory behind it. You know how whenever a drunk driver wrecks and kills somebody and they're fine because yeah. they're so relaxed from being drunk. Okay. Since they don't sense fear, they don't tense up. Oh. They don't do any of the stuff we always do that causes the people who are in the car that got hit to die. Now, how many people have this? Very rare. This is the only known living case of it right now. Superman. He's one. Besides Superman. <laughs> okay, Superman. Okay. Yeah. And that unbreakable guy. 
Um, I think that was Samuel L. Jackson, wasn't Bruce it? Willis, Bruce Willis, I thought. Yeah. Oh, Bruce Willis was yeah. Unbreakable? No, yeah. both of them were. Both of them, yeah. No, both. Samuel L. Jackson was fragile. Oh, was he, he fragile? Could, he, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Wow, y'all remember that movie way better than we do. <laughs> I've only seen it one time. <laughs> um, unfortunately, it also sometimes occurs when they have intellectual disabilities or developmental delay. But in this case, this girl apparently didn't suffer the negative effects and she got the positive effects. So I'm thinking, why aren't they studying this more so we can all just delete chromosome six and become superheroes? Or you know what? We'd be seeing it on our apps when you're scrolling through your TikToks. All of a sudden, it's like, take this new vitamin, chromosome six, chromosome six and okay, you won't not, die. It's not a vitamin, and you have to get rid of it to do this. Oh, okay. It's people who are born without it. Side effects include. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't want this because in scary movies, won't be that scary anymore. Okay, but the trade-off is you can get hit by cars. I don't care to do that. When's the last time I got hit by a car? Let me think. Uh, hey, I'm no? not playing Frogger on the weekends. <laughs> I've not been hit by a car in a while. And you know me, I pick up an orange cone and carry it if I'm walking in the road. <laughs> I could come in here with some scientific discovery that would make y'all millionaires and un hurtable and you would find a reason not to want it. You act like we're the ones who's going to figure this out. Do you know who you're talking to? No, I don't know your audience. You won't even want it. <laughs> we don't even want you to come in with science topics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> to be honest, because yeah. it, yeah. it hurts my head. Can you eliminate those? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's chromosomes one through five and seven through four. 40-whatever, 6 or something. I'm good with that one segment of nerd news a week, and that's all I know. All right, I'll make a note of that. <laughs> all right, coming up here, we're going to have health class. So <laughs> Coach Johnson's going to come in teach us health. Apparently not. Uh, you're not do- that's too close to science. <laughs> Take your shirt off. Oh, no, we're doing the scoliosis <laughs> yeah. and down again. Oh, Tori, you're excused. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Well, how you sleep determines your happiness, according to this study that I found. And, you know, you think about your spouse or who you sleep with and how you're sleeping. Just kind of get that in your mind right now and think about it. Because they say it's a big relationship milestone when you finally stop spooning all night long and admit that you both sleep better if you're as far apart as possible. So the day <laughs> after the honeymoon? <laughs> no. Because there was no way we could do that. We were both sweating. or like, no, I need my space. Well, it turns out that that milestone is bad, Tom. You need to be spooning as much as possible. Couples who sleep less than an inch apart are the happiest couples out there, and couples who sleep at least two and a half feet apart are the least happy. I disagree. I think we're happier the bigger the bed. Yeah, well, I agree. Okay. My husband does this thing where he'll say, oh, I'm cold, and he'll put his leg or something on me, uh-huh. and it's on fire. I don't understand how he doesn't know his body temperature. Okay, mine's the opposite. I'm like, oh, I'm cold, and I'll stick my toes up <laughs> in that little area behind my wife's knee where yeah. the knee folds to, to warm them up, <laughs> and she beats the crap out of me. Get your cold feet off of me. Okay. <laughs> Does your partner like wrap around your body like a vampire squid all night long? No. And then, and then you kind of, you know, you kind of, kind of push away, and they get their feeling hurt and they're grumpy. I call it the octopus, and I do it to my husband. Okay. I just wrap everything around him, and he's like, "Get off me!" So sometimes you do like to cuddle. Yeah, some mostly just to annoy him though, because I'm sweet like that. See, she's always trying to argue with so somebody. So you're doing it just to uh, aggravate him. It's how I show love. <laughs> Cuddling, so you must yes. love Tom. Uh, that seems I don't Tom. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you're sitting there and you're like, Oh, get off me, you're hot, you're hot. Oh, uh, you're too cold, you're too cold. And then, uh, you know, 
You have the night sweats. And then, oh, here's one for you. You have a nightmare, and then you want to go cuddle up next to their back, you know, and get, like, real close to them because you've had that nightmare. The monster almost caught you. Well, yeah, you got to hide from it (laughs) using him. The only time I get anywhere close to my wife at night in bed is whenever I give her a back rub. That's the only way I'm able to cross that invisible barrier. So you guys have really grown apart <laughs> over, over the married no, years. No, I mean, it's been that way. We've never been cuddlers because it, do, it gets so hot so uh-huh. fast. I'm, I'm kind of curious. And like right off the bat, you guys never cuddled at all. You got, did you have like a, even a year of cuddling? Because usually those first few you know, years, you kind of cuddle a little bit. I mean, we used to cuddle, but not <laughs> when we were trying to sleep. Like, okay. not at bedtime. You would cuddle if you're just sitting there and you're being all romantic. But we didn't cuddle when it was time to actually get down to business and fall asleep. Well, according <laughs> to this study, 86% of couples who spoon all night are happy. But Which, I'm, I'm with you on this. I, I don't buy that because your arm falls asleep for the guy. Well, you know what? Now, if you do flop sides and the girl is the spooner and you're the spoony. That's weird. <laughs> Let me be big spoon. No, I tried. That's not right. It's against the laws of nature. Here's yeah. the thing is I feel like those people might be happier because they must have the perfect body temperature matchup. Maybe so. One of them must just perfectly complement the other one. Well, they say versus 66% who sleep basically on opposite sides of the bed. So you're on that edge, and she's on the other edge. That makes me mad, because I wouldn't have cared if they said the other people were happy, but I'm upset that they say I'm not happy. I'm happy, and I know Oh, you sound like it. (laughs) (laughs) What about the ones that have kids in the middle? Oh, yeah. We did that for a while. Yeah, kids are so hard to sleep with. I did not find them to be a problem at all. They're the one thing you can cuddle up with without sweating your head off. Well, then that's fine. But you'll wake up and you'll have like their butt in your face. You and they have that. Like they'll tumble and toss Kick. all over the bed. <laughs> and like sometimes, you know, because every once in a while my son will have a, like, a nightmare or something. He'll come in there and uh, he'll like all of a sudden your covers will be pulled over. And I'm like mad because you like you just jerk the covers back over and you feel bad about it it's wow. turn them and just kick them off the bed so so your your kids were just perfect kids no, my daughter my daughter Always. is a toss and turn flipper flopper and you wake up with her all over you my son pretty much laid still and kids will toot on you too i don't remember yeah. that so will husbands <laughs> so will wives <laughs> couples who make physical contact during the night are also happier than couples who have a no touching rule we don't have like, a no-touching rule. Now, I will say, if you have to get up early in the morning, you know, I can understand that. No way. Like, it's the other way around for us. But there is, how about let's describe this for the girls. Okay. okay. So you're in bed, and all of a sudden, maybe the guy gets up, has to go to the restroom or something, comes back, and he finds his wife or whatever, his wife's hand, and just holds it. Do you think she, like, smiles, or is that, like, a connection? No, you just woke me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're different, too, though. You're, you're, I don't, I feel you're like not a typical you, girl. I, no, I feel like plenty of people don't snuggle all night. Yeah. I, all right. What I'll do, if I'm going to do your scenario, is I might would rub her head, like, put my fingers in her hair and kind of rub it back a little bit. That's going to definitely wake her up. But yeah. it feels good, and she's not upset about it, whereas just grabbing her hand and holding it's annoying. <laughs> all right. 42% of people sleep back-to-back. Hmm. So, yeah. You're I don't think we're, f- well, sometimes. You're aiming at each other, like back to back. <laughs> back to back, butt to butt. Yep. And then you got 31% sleep facing the same direction. Oh, breath. Uh-huh. Well, no, no, you're facing the same direction. So Like you're, you're both oh. pointed the same. Yeah. It's oh, like gosh. a far away spoon. And then 12% sleep less than an inch apart, which is very close. 
4% sleep face-to-face, Kato. Now, that's bad. You know, there's nothing worse than that. Like, sometimes my son, you know, he'll have the horrible breath. And just he's right there, right in your face. and you, Because you, you've been knocked out. You don't realize <laughs> it. And all of a sudden, you're like, what is that? It's like the dogs with halitosis. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, and they, then they had that one big... <laughs> right before you're waking up and yeah. you're like, oh. Whoa. So uh, couples who sleep touching uh, each other are the happiest. And speaking of dogs, I guess that means my dog and my feet are in a committed relationship. Because <laughs> the dog gets on the bottom of the bed and they Aww. sit right there on your feet. Well, uh, Daisy slept next to me on the pillow. Really? She actually laid her head on the pillow Ooh. beside me. Our dog gets annoyed with us. He'll, be like, he'll huff and then he'll hop down off the bed like we move too much or something. <laughs> like, it's our bed, dude. But I, I will say, this has got me a little bit fired up, and I am going to uh, I'm try to prove them wrong. I'm going to be happier. Okay. Even happier just to prove that you can sleep apart and be happy. I can tell you the single people living singly and living and sleeping by themselves, ah, they're the happiest. Believe me, we are happier. Lying. Yeah. Uh, you just want somebody to spoon. Yeah. All night. <laughs> so if anybody would like to spoon Kato while he takes a nap today, we'll take the ninth caller right now. one 800 What's so funny when you're single, you think that, and then when you get to a relationship, you're like, oh, what was I thinking? Y'all, we got to go. People are calling. I know, right? In a relationship, oh. I know. By the way, bring snacks. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Hawk, I want to do something a little bit out of character for me this morning. Are you going to be nice? I want to share a story <laughs> with you, and I want to dedicate it to you. Oh, okay. Maybe even you could put some music, uh, what we typically refer to as the sad music, but okay. it's really not sad. This is just needs a nice little sound behind a lullaby, if you oh, will. Okay. But I want to share a story, and I feel like th- this is very close to our relationship. Okay. Okay? Yeah. It's the story of the two pots and the old woman. Aww. All right. Oops. Hit a wrong button here. All right. To be continued. Once upon a time, <laughs> there was an elderly woman who had two large pots, each hung on the end of a pole which she carried across her neck. One of the pots had a crack in it, while the other pot was perfect and always delivered a full portion of water. For two years, this went on daily, with the woman taking the two pots down to the water, filling them up, and returning home with only one and a half pots of water. The perfect pot was proud of its accomplishments, but the poor cracked pot was ashamed of its imperfection and felt horrible that it could only do half of what it had been made to do. After two years of what the broken pot perceived to be bitter failure, it spoke to the woman one day by the stream. Wow. She was shocked. Mm -hmm. It said, I'm ashamed of myself because this crack in my side causes water to leak out all the way back to your house, and I don't feel like I'm doing the job that you need. The old woman smiled and looked at the crack pot and said, did you ever notice that there's flowers on your side of the path but not on the other side? Aww. That's because I've always known about your crack and I planted flower seeds <laughs> on the side of the path. And every day while we walk back, you water them. Aww. For two years, I've been able to pick these beautiful flowers to decorate the table. And if you hadn't been the way you are, there would not be beauty to grace our house. Well, the moral of the story is that each of us may have our own unique flaws, but it's the cracks and flaws that we have that make our lives together interesting and rewarding. Mm. And you need to take each person 
for what they are and look for the good in them, not focus on the flaws. Aww. So, Hawk, yeah. I feel like I wanted to dedicate that to you. Because I've worked with you mispronouncing things, <laughs> getting the, the wrong time, <laughs> misunderstanding things for all these years. Yeah. But what you may not have known uh-huh. is that that makes me look so much better by comparison <laughs> and how much it has helped me throughout the years. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. You're welcome. Yeah. I just want to share that with you today. So there's a way I could be positive. I'm about to cry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. The King's Theatre in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheatre.com.